0: From the PSIA, AASI Mobile Studios at Huntley Lodge, Big Sky Resort in Montana, I'm George Thomas, you're listening to First Chair. Wow, what a couple of guests we've got tonight. Matt Boyd, Rob Sogard, thanks very much for... uh, making everybody else wait while you guys do this instead of going to dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're just those kind of guys. Yeah. They don't mind. We've got some important stuff to talk about. Matt's tired arms from flying in from That's Chicago. That's right. just flew in from Chicago. And uh, we also want to talk about the learning connection and core concepts. Rob, could you address the learning connection?
1: Uh, Matt might be a better expert on that. Matt yeah. presented the learning connection for us in Uswaya at Ski. It's... Uh, It's a thing that came together kind of organically as we as a team started looking at everything we do as ski instructors. We started to realize how big and complicated that all can be and um, we asked the question, what does it take to be a good instructor? What what does it take,
0: Matt? What does it take? Well,
2: you know what's it's funny. We we spend a lot of time in a room tra- talking about what it really takes, and it really comes down to three things. You've got to have good technical skills, so you got to be a good skier. You got to know what you're talking about. You got to have good people skills, and you've got to have good teaching skills. That is what makes a, a good instructor, whether you're a snowboarder, a, a skier, or an adaptive guy.
0: That sounds so simple, but. Sometimes that doesn't come together all that easily, does it, Rob?
1: Now, it it is simple, really. Uh, It's just all the other stuff that you pack into that simple framework that can make it complicated. So that's the beauty of it, is it allows a a new instructor or a veteran instructor, a couple of options. You can use that to identify where your strengths and weaknesses might be. You might be someone who's really at ease with people skills, but maybe you're new to this and your technical skills are a little lacking. So you know you have to move your, your training focus to that corner. Or maybe you've been around forever and your technical skills are really strong, but your teaching skills could use some brush up so it allows you as an instructor to kind of move your focus around
0: and Matt How do we work on that because someone who's been doing this for 30 years, right. 20 years 15 years long time? And you know the teaching skills do need Working on, but maybe that person doesn't come to trainings all that much because they've been doing it for so long. Well, How do we help develop that? So or the people skills?
2: I think the uh, you just you hit the nail on the head. Or the people skills. You know, for for the past fifty five years, we we've, we've looked at two skills: technical skills and teaching skills. And, and frequently, people would come back from an exam and say, "Well, I, I didn't make it, but it wasn't my skiing; it was my teaching." And it might not have been their teaching; it may have been their people skills. Um, you know, that's just such a huge part of what we do. And, and um, so, you know, to answer your question, how do you, how do you, how do you buff those up a little bit? You know, the first thing I think, having having it broken down into those three segments, which is it. Um, allows you to, to first identify a need. Um, and as a litmus test for this thing, if you go back over the decades, all of the materials we've got, you know, the CAT model, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you go through all of the materials and resources that we've got for our members, each and every one of those things fits in one of those three areas. And and so now you can start to be a little bit more specific in what you choose to, to look at. You know, if, if my technical skills need brushed up, I might not want to look at things like the CAP model, which might help me understand my students better and make a better better people connection. But if it depends on where my needs lie, I can get more specific in, in the resources that I use and also more specific in the training that I seek.
0: Uh, I mean I, I want to go back to something I've talked about, you know, way in the past, but uh, my technical skills are not that great. Um, I feel that's the weakest part of my ma- own. But uh, <laughs> I, I did see you rolling around like a turtle in a mono ski. Chair. Yeah, I was doing that a lot. <laughs> but communication, I've had a lot of training as a public speaker and uh, on radio and things like that. But uh, what I would do at the little area where I was a trainer last year, I called it uh, teaching MA. And I would video people giving mm, right. their presentation. And when people would watch themselves teach, oh, my gosh, that was just a, that's what I sound like? <laughs> And how can we integrate more of that into our training? Because I, I think that's a really important piece.
1: Yeah. I think that this is a big step to that because to, to Matt's point, um, you video teaching and what you see may be a, a good lesson. Maybe they organize it well, maybe they have the right progression, but they're just not connecting with that student. There, a, There's a personal thing to that that, a lot of people or some people feel that people skills and teaching skills are the same and i disagree i think the people skill set is separate it's a it's a different skill set that that serves you beyond the lesson it's not just with a student it's with life it's everything you do so those three corners i think that's what led us to want to use that framework for the new core concepts manual because it it's not just about those two areas of teaching and technical but it's about the complete instructor which has to include them as a
0: person Matt how does that work into the core concepts and and how do we really describe that in a way that that we can learn from it
2: well I think um, the the learning connection encompasses everything it is what we do it's it's the holder for everything that we do including the core concepts Um, once you've identified a need um, an area of need we have fundamentals for each of those three skill areas like as in skiing we've got our five alpine skiing fundamentals so if i know my skiing is weak now i can get more specific and find out where my skiing is weak in 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 one of the five skiing fundamentals and the same goes for people skills or for your teaching skills and and it goes beyond that if my people skills or my teaching skills are weak I can now go to the Core Concepts manual that gives me even more detailed information uh, to help me learn. So it's almost become a, 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 a training system for us.
1: It, it kind of is the new American teaching system framework. Uh, it's it's the evolution of that. It's it's uh, in the Core Concepts manual. It's allowed us to take that wealth of information that can be overwhelming. And give it a home. Give it a get it. Give it a place within that manual. And um, core concepts, meaning it's core to every discipline. So it's whether you're a snowboard instructor, adaptive Nordic, tele cross country. Uh, you can go through there, and it's written in such a way that it fits. The people skills section is about people, not skiers or not snowboarders. The the teaching skills section is about how to take those. Uh, your ability to help somebody learn whether they're on skis, snowboard. So the way it's written, it's core to everything and it, it should serve every instructor, new or veteran.
0: And it, This just makes me think, you know, hey, we can teach people how to ski, but your people skills have to be, you know, part of you. But I, I got to disagree with that too. I think that is something we can learn or at least become more comfortable with. What do you think, Matt?
2: A hundred percent. And, you know, having... Uh, Seen an early glimpse of the core concepts manual. It's got some really solid uh, material in there. It talks about emotional intelligence, and a part of that is becoming aware of yourself and what you do that either excites people, makes them happy, or turns them away.
1: Well said.
0: Okay. <laughs> I always love it when I don't pick up on the end of your sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Period. is the master of the people skills, so that's what I'll leave to him. So. Uh, when you were working with Ellen on Core Concepts Rob, how did you decide this is what this is the direction we're going to take? At what point of the, the project did that come into it? It uh, came
1: in relatively early but uh, it needs to really be stated over and over. It, Ellen and I worked with so many people on that manual going back years yeah, well, <laughs> Hi, <Ellen>. Hi. <laughs> going back years uh, it, it's a couple of years in the making with uh, educational experts, and, and the people within our organization, the wealth of knowledge is in, it's impressive in a variety of areas. And so for us, it was getting input from all those resources and saying, how can we put this in a digestible format? And it came up, we have it. It's the learning connection. It's those three areas that he, that instructors need expertise in. It's right there. Let's do that.
0: Matt, is that something that would ever come out in an exam, or I mean, how do you test that? And I hate to even throw exams on that. (laughs) All right, okay, this interview is over. (laughs) But I mean, Um, but we do say that's such a big part of our jobs. You're right. Shouldn't that be part of? There's an active
2: conversation going on nationally uh, amongst all the divisions um, to start swinging that way, to start scoring and looking at our national standard for our exams in a way that would um, reflect the, the learning connection because it, it is what we do. Um, so yeah, I see it's you've got eight divisions that need to come to agreement on this and that's never easy.
0: Um, but uh, I think
2: that will happen and probably sooner than later.
0: Well, I know you guys are on a really tight schedule. I'd like to do a phone interview with you later uh, to get more in depth, but I really appreciate you stopping by to take the time to do this this evening.
2: absolutely happy to do it. Great. Thanks.
0: Matt Matt Boyd, Rob Sogard, thanks for joining us at the uh, PSI ASI Mobile Studios here at Huntley Lodge, Big Sky, Montana. I'm George Thomas for First Chair. That's pro, man.